Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Whatever Podcast. I'm Preston, and today I'm joined with Chris. Hey, Preston. What's going on? Oh, man, a lot. What's happening with you? Not much. It's been a little bit since we've talked last. (laughs) I know. Uh, what was the last? We did the uh, music episode. When yeah, we it was last. 2020. We're in a new year. Nice to be oh, yeah, out of 2020 true. and into 2021. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> no, it's been a crazy year. It just feels like 2020 part two. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so over. I'm so over the drama and all the the craziness. And it's like I thought Still 20. Hasn't stopped. I thought 2021 would hit and it would just clear up, but. Then I realized, man, nope. eh, it's not going to happen. Especially when, uh, you, well, the virus is still happening. It's, it's it, yep. it seems to be coming down a little bit. Positivity Slow numbers burn are for vaccines are reducing, but we're still in winter. Still going strong here in Indiana. It's snowing outside, so yep, it's you like never four know. Four degrees what, yesterday. Never know what's going to happen. And then all the politics in the world. It's been crazy times for sure. So I hope 21 gets better, but it started off a little crazy. Yeah. Well, we're going on vacation soon. So <laughs> that's right. You're heading to Disney, aren't you? Yep. With uh, Connor. I'm jealous. Connor, where is Connor at? Connor, are you out there? <laughs> Crickets. Connor's not with us today. Nope, because we are having a grown-up talk. <laughs> ah, that's right. Dad life. Dad life. Dad life. Connor's hanging out. He's playing some games or something right now, I would say. Yep. And we're going to talk yep, about... finishing up uh, working at Best Buy. Oh, yeah. Is he still at Best Buy? He hasn't made the a switch yet? No, not yet. No. I think it's this week. He had to work like two more days at Best Buy, but then it'll be done. Um, I can't wait for the the stories. I'm ready to hear. Oh, about I know. Because you guys have done a couple parts of like work, life, yeah. and uh, experiences. I'm sure he'll open up a little yep. bit more about Best Buy. Now that You'll he's have gone. to hop on the next one. We had Austin on our last uh, work stories. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I caught that. That was pretty funny. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'll never forget. I don't think uh, some of, well, one in particular story that you oh, shared mine. from your FedEx experience. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll ever forget that. That was a good one. That, one <laughs> that was, was a good one. one. I don't know if anyone can I'll top that. that. I don't know if anyone can top no. that. Unfortunately, probably not. But I do have a lot of other stories from earlier jobs. I think I have one that could top that, like in the, (laughs) like not in the like this gross factor, but like crazy. Like this should not be happening while I'm working at a Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I want to know. I haven't eaten at Buffalo Wild Wings for a long time. I don't go there very often. So yeah, I probably won't again. Knowing that part, that's for part three though. Part three. Today we're talking about. Dad life, right? Yep. Not work life, dad life. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of thought about this, um, knowing you guys have a few things going on. I I thought it'd be cool just to talk to you, Preston, about just just being a dad. You're a pretty new dad, right? Yeah. Yep, Flora is 14 months now. We just had her uh, 15-month checkup for some reason. They say 15 months, but she's only 14 months, but whatever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
but yeah, I thought and it'd be. I'll... I thought it'd be cool to, uh, you know, I like asking questions and, and, uh, I thought it'd be cool just to ask you some questions as, as being a young dad, I'm a dad, I've got, I've got two kids. Um, it seems like, it seems like yesterday they're, they were 14 months old, but gosh, I've got, I've got kids going on picture of, uh, Caden. (laughs) I've got kids going on almost teenagers now, almost teenagers. It's crazy. No, I doesn't seem like it. They still seem like they're uh, <laughs> real little. <laughs> oh man, it, time goes by fast, Preston. That, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about too, because I I remember being back that many years ago, uh, being in your shoes and and having a a new a new child, a new daughter, because uh, my daughter's older yeah. than my son. I've got two kids. I've got a, a son and a daughter. Both of them. Not quite two years apart. They're 21 months apart. Um, my daughter will will one day very soon be a teenager. Not quite yet, though. Um, but I think back <laughs> at, of those times, uh, Isabel and Caden, and I, I thought this would be a, a cool podcast for us just to talk about kind of being a dad, but also kind of thinking about... Yeah, I've actually did we really want... haven't talked to anyone yeah, yeah, being yeah. a parent before. I know yeah. you're like super excited because here's the thing, you're getting you're you're able to do something I wasn't able to do. Now Brandy stayed at home when uh, early on with Isabel and and she's a, a teacher, so she went she was going through schooling at the time and then ended up uh, being a teacher, and and I w- was at work. Now you kind of have a flip of that role and and you get to stay at home. Uh, quite a bit of time right now as you're raising your daughter. So I, I found that very interesting. Yep. And, and we've got kind of two different perspectives, but I thought it'd be very cool for us to just talk about your experience now and and maybe touch on some of my experiences as being a dad, not a very old dad. I mean, I'm uh, in my mid 30s, <laughs> but my kids are a little bit older than yeah. Flora, you know it. So I don't know. Yeah, I thought I mean, this would be cool and hopefully everybody likes it. Yeah, I, I certainly have a lot to learn. So <laughs> we all do, Preston. We all do. I think. I think any. Every day. <laughs> I think any dad, regardless how old you are, would say the very same thing. Because uh, there's there's books you can read, um, but there's nobody that has has it nailed down. It's a learning experience every day, being a father, yeah. and I think it's in in a very rewarding. Uh, but I think it's it's a very important role. So yeah, I thought it'd be cool for us just to chat about it. Yeah, I'll never forget her being born. It's like uh, it's like it's like you never really know knowing your purpose in life until like you hold a little thing in your arms. It's yours. It's isn't it? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, yeah, just... I was, as soon as like she was born, I was like, man, what. A, what 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 would I have done without like having her? <laughs> well, I mean, he, I mean, just the just the thought of it. You created human life. I mean, a living, breathing human that you're raising. It just grows it grows in a, in your, in your uh, partner's stomach for ten months. Yeah, and and I mean, even <laughs> after being born, though, you're you're raising a human teaching them mm. life skills from not being able to walk or not being able to eat food on their mm. own. You're teaching them all the basics. And then eventually you're raising these kids to become 
civilized individuals members of society yeah to live in a society and be successful now for them to become a you one day i mean we could go down a a big rabbit trail that i don't think we're going to go down tonight but (laughs) you think about society now and and how some kids are being raised and it it is it really makes you think about the kids that you're raising right now as as uh, you think about Flora and the time that you're spending with her and, and the, the individual that you're raising within your household a lot to of become pressure. a successful <laughs> adult at some point in, in her future. Yeah, it is a lot of pressure. But let me ask you this, Preston. Let's, let's jump into some questions. You ready to go? Yeah. Before you ask your question, I just had the perfect idea. All right. Shoot. We should uh, do a spinoff from whatever studios this is, Dad Talks podcast. (laughs) Uh, I like the idea. Maybe, maybe that might happen. Certain day for us. Dad Talks. Dad Life. Dad Talks. Yeah, we'll work on that. Give us some some ideas. Preston, um, (laughs) where can they reach you guys at for some of that, the ideas? So whatever podcast on facebook instagram where wherever yeah. they can reach you at just you can hit us up on facebook okay and uh i think there's options to send uh, emails or uh comments or whatever on like apple podcasts and uh spotify and stuff so let I us know what there. you think I, into it. yeah let us know what you think i'm sure there's some dads out there listening right now i know i like uh listening to some dad podcast every now and then give me some tips i'm definitely not a pro at this i'm learning every <laughs> single day all right preston i'm gonna ask you shoot a few questions first question how long have you been a dad again what was it 14 months you say Yep. Okay. Okay. Fourteen month dad. When yep. you when you were young, not including the time in the stomach, but I know. Well, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 part of it, we have it pretty easy, Preston. Us dads, so. we have it pretty easy. I I feel for the I had moms. To go, I had there. to go a lot of runs. Well, <laughs> yeah, the pain and I I don't think I could do it to be honest with you. I don't know if there would be very many kids alive if, if the dads had to handle the pain and, and go through the nine months. I, I, I really don't think I could do it to be honest. Well, that's why we, that's why we weren't given that duty. That is very true. Thank you moms out there. You are tremendous and I don't know how you do it. Kudos to you. There are some very good moms around us. I, I would have to say Preston, um, be it our significant others, our mothers, our grandmothers, and all those around us. Oh, yeah. Thank you for all that you do. I don't know how you do it. Our, yeah. Our family is loaded up with uh, females. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and good ones at that. So yep. let me ask you yep. a question. We're, we're on dads, though. We'll get to a mom podcast, maybe. Maybe we'll pull in... Uh, Cheyenne. Brandy and Cheyenne at some point. But right now we're talking dads. Let's let me ask you. What do you enjoy most about being a dad? Hmm. You know, I think the thing I enjoy most every day is just watching her. Like just like sitting back and watching her do her own thing. Like when I like during that part of the day, like uh 
ever since she could like sit down on her own just like watching her like go through life like learning like watching her learn i think that's my favorite thing so i i seen a a post i think you posted it recently a video of her walking um yeah so yeah going going running around now yeah going through that 14 months that's a short amount of time so how do you feel like over the last 14 months and seeing her develop as a small human being does it seem like um does it does it seem amazing to you cuz i think back at when my kids did it was like it was like one day they weren't the next day they were and it was like they were into everything <laughs> and it was like a short yeah. amount of time it's like how in the world is this happening so quickly what are your thoughts on that? Like oh, yeah. walking it's... and and getting into stuff. Oh my goodness, she was. I mean, it's, before we moved here, she wasn't walking yet or crawling yet. So we moved to our new house, and I forget how old she was. She might have been maybe like ten months, if that. Yeah, she would probably have been like ten months when we moved here. Okay. She wasn't walking or crawling yet, and so at this house. She started crawling like a week after we moved in. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's crawling now. But she wasn't crawling too far. And just like, just from there, like she started growing teeth, and, like getting her teeth in. She started crawling and like getting into stuff, pulling up and then walking. So like over this past, just like three or four months, it's just been like a rocket ship taken off, like with her development. And it's just... You see the the person like the toddler that's that she's about to become, and you're just like, wow, you're not a baby anymore. <laughs> so in those in those fourteen, you're not as helpless. You're not as like you can do things on your own. You can eat on your own. You can walk and go to like wherever you want. It's crazy. So how many? So out of those fourteen months, how many months have you been? Because you're a stay at home dad, right? Yeah. So how many months have you yep. been at home with Flora? Um, Ever since she was about four months, four months old. Cheyenne stayed home for the three months that she was off of work. And then she got a promotion during the time that she was gone to be the manager of her hotel. And it made a lot more sense for her to take that than for me to stay at my job that I was making like almost like a little over 20,000 less than what she was going to be making. Yeah. So I left, I left my job and started taking care of her because, you know, daycare was really hard to find, especially like with everything going on in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That was a real challenge for a lot of people in 2020 with um, those that even had daycare losing it because of some of the daycare shutting down. And that is that is a challenge that families have to consider. Spouses, husbands and wives have to consider how they're going to manage the, the, the care of their child in those early stages of life. And I, I yeah. think the perspective that you have in being able to have that opportunity to raise your child uh, at home is one that I, I, I find very intriguing, Preston. And I'm curious, over those 10 months or so that you've been at home, what is the most, 
what is the thing that kind of stopped you in your tracks and said, wow, this is a unique opportunity and one that I enjoy and appreciate that I get to experience. Do you, is there a time where you kind of think back to something like that where it was like, man, this is a really good opportunity for me to de- oh my develop my daughter, but but yeah. really sew into my child in in a, a different way that you get a you get a wake up and and one thing that I know uh, that you've shared with me, she really likes you to read to her, right? Yeah. So yeah, she I wanna, loves getting books out. I want to talk about that here in a little bit, but is there a moment where you thought? This is cool. This is this is a really good experience. Right <laughs> My now. honest answer? Yes. Honest answer every day. <laughs> like I know that's like not a, like that great of a answer, but it's it's literally every day whenever I cuz usually I like oh my goodness, like when she was uh really like I, I don't know why but she sleeps like a log. She's like the only That's baby nice. in the world that sleeps like a log. That's nice. <laughs> what about the dogs? You have dogs in in the house. Oh, Do sleep they in. sleep? They oh, sleep okay. in. Okay, okay, good. Sleeping until I sleep until I get up. But yeah, it's like a great situation. <laughs> she she will sleep in till like nine o'clock if you let her. Nice. And <laughs> and she's a night owl like you, right? I assume. Yeah, yeah. She'll stay up till like. Eh, she's she's been going to bed a little earlier now. Probably because she's been growing, but she goes better on nine nine thirty. Okay, so the and day then, uh, a day in a life. Let, let me know, let me hear what a day in right, a life. So, is. I would I'm gonna break down into the different sections of like stages of her life. So back whenever she was taking a bottle, my goodness, I was like whenever she was still breastfeeding with Cheyenne, she still does. But whenever she was only breastfeeding, and we were like getting the like breast milk and putting it in the fridge, making sure all the dates are right, making sure it was not too hot for her and making her get actually take a bottle was the most like nerve wracking experience of my life. Yeah. (laughs) At first, like the first like two weeks, I was like, man, can I do this? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, man. (laughs) And then like after like a month, she started taking a bottle with me and she was taking her naps that's that, like getting into a routine we'd wake up she'd get a bottle we would uh try to play a little bit i'd let her sit on her back while she played on like those little things i like went above her and then mm-hmm. we'd take another nap she would take another nap and then try and get home and that was like probably the easiest time of having her and then we started and then there's the there's that new section of being a baby where she's just now starting to take uh solid some solids like soft solids like baby food mm-hmm. and then actually like laying on her back and then rolling on her tummy and actually kind of exploring the world a little bit that was um that was really interesting watching her just kind of like try to hold her head up and bob down and <laughs> letting her try food for the like it it really sinks in you're like man this is their like first experience eating food and you're just watching them like uh either to love it or hate it or <laughs> i have so many videos of like me like doing like a 
like almost like it's a cooking show and i like have the camera <laughs> set up and i'm like what would you think about this meal today yeah, <laughs> and i'd give yeah. it to her and she'd either go oh <laughs> <laughs> the experimental uh, child yep. feeding channel huh yep <laughs> and then um and then uh then she start then you start the whole uh sitting in a setting up and letting her like play with things in her, her general area and and then oh my gosh it's just so much so <laughs> thinking back thinking back now it's just like wow i got to experience all these things with her yeah like, and, and every i think I, I i haven't left her it's like we haven't been apart in <laughs> uh, the year now so yeah, I mean, everywhere I go, she goes. Memories you will hold forever. Did let me ask you something, Preston? Going back before you ever became a dad, and and just thinking about back in 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 your life, what did you think? Did you think you would be a father? I mean, I mean, is that something that came to mind? Of of here, if I. If I become a father, here is the type of father I want to be. What did that no. <laughs> look like for you? No, I I never even thought of it. Really, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. You know, I uh, I don't know. I knew that I wanted to have kids. Like I knew me and Cheyenne both like have thought like talked about it, and we just never, you know, like we just never really thought about when we'd want them. Like we thought maybe when we were you know, had jobs that we both really enjoyed and we were mm-hmm. definitely going to like stay somewhere for a long time. But, um, yeah, I never, I don't know. I, you know, with, uh, I don't know. I was always apprehensive about being a dad, mostly just because of my own experience with, uh, my dad. And I don't know. I just never felt too confident in my like ability to be able to raise a child. To be honest, do um, do you feel like your experience, Preston, as um, because you you come from a yeah, I mean you you come from a situation where you weren't raised by your dad, you had a a stepdad in your life. Do you feel like mm-hmm. um, that kind of shaped you with how you wanted to be as a dad? Oh yeah, for sure. After. After finding out Cheyenne was pregnant, I was we were both like super excited and it started making me think of a lot of things like, um, you know, it sounds mean, but like my like my biological father taught me a lot about what I didn't want to be like. like I don't mean for it to sound like mean no, or like yeah. uh, like he's he's doing a lot better now and he tries a lot more with uh flora and me now and i appreciate that but yeah back when you know i didn't really have that much of a relationship with him i i knew what i didn't want to be and i knew a lot where i wanted i wanted i i knew what i wanted her to feel basically is what i i boiled everything down to is i want to be to her what i've always wanted in my life and i think that i think that runs through probably every 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 
father dad man that that becomes a father um some are are successful in doing that some aren't and it 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 runs through your mind the the experience you had as as a uh, child to your father and how you envision what you want your children to experience i i mean i think that is what we all go through and as we become fathers a lot of us think about about how we want to raise our children and what our children's experience is on life and and i think that weighs heavy on um on fathers too i i mean i think m- me as a dad i I hope to raise my children in a way that um, helps set them up to be successful as as a person too, um, regardless mm-hmm. of the background that I came from. I, I think that's deep within us to hopefully set that example for our kids. And, and sometimes, I think a lot of times, you don't really think about that until it's at that moment that you've got to think about it, right? Um yeah. I mean, I think we all at some point expect to become thought. I mean, I, I say we all. I, I think a lot of us <laughs> expect at some point to become fathers of yeah. children in our lives. A lot of times it happens quicker than what we expected it to. And a lot of times you find yourself in that situation to think of, okay, how do, what is the right thing to do? What do I need to do now? And, and like we talked mm-hmm. early on, it's 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 a daily, um, it's a daily thing that that we're constantly rolling through our minds of, am I doing the right things? And 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 also thinking about your past and how you were raised and your experience as a uh, as as an individual and your experience with your father and how you want to relate your experience to your children as a father. And I think we all kind of kind of face that and go through that regardless of the background that we're in but yeah I, I totally get you uh, where you're coming from and and trying to model what you feel the right experience for your kids are um, based on the experience that you had as as a child mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah I think you hit the nail on the head with that one um, yeah I don't man it's so hard (laughs) you just i don't know as a father you like you know you feel this like the weight of uh being a father i guess is the right uh right saying for that so so uh yeah go ahead well yeah i was gonna say like um what what do you feel like the this is a this is a huge question (laughs) <laughs> and and I like I I have a bunch of questions but this is going to like open up a, a lot. <laughs> Maybe I won't a even lot, get to the other holes. questions, but it it's like what I wrote <laughs> That's down That's okay. Here, we can have, we can do more parts. <laughs> yeah, what is what do you think the secret to raising good kids is? Hmm, you know, with um uh... You know, I, with all of like the uh, things that I watch or a lot of uh, people that I know, like a lot of the families that I know, and I look at how their household is and how their kids have come out, especially with like um, 
you know, Cheyenne, her her situation wasn't too unsimilar to mine. Hers probably more more extreme than mine was, but you know, I I think the way to like have kids be more functional humans in society and be as successful as they can be is just no they they need to know that you love them but i i definitely don't want to baby the my kids i want them to be able to think for themselves and be responsible and you know i honestly don't know where i would be <laughs> cuz i feel like i i i if i wouldn't have met Cheyenne i would be in a completely different world than what I am right now because I definitely grew up a lot after like during college and being with her and moving out on our own and you know I I've always like I I don't like this about myself but I've always been more um oh man how did I say it uh just reliant on my mom and uh, my stepdad and I wasn't ever really that independent as a person. And I definitely like, even though like I had a, not like a super cushion life, but I definitely had like a, like a really nice life. And I want my daughter to have a nice life, but I also want her to know them, like how to be an adult mm-hmm. before like I, I was an adult. Cause I really don't know where I'd be at right now if I wouldn't have uh, had that growing up period, whether I would have actually went through it without my significant other or not. Yeah, I think I think definitely our our significant other um, helps us bring a, a perspective. Um, re- regardless, uh, no, I I can say the same thing. I, I I've gone through challenging times in an adult life and what I thought were challenging times, um, a, a perspective from an individual that had a different walk of life really helped me kind of ground me in the perspective I should have in the situation that I found myself in. And I think that is, is really valuable. And I think that's the, the role of, of us as being, husbands and wives or spouses and and really kind of helping each other grow into what we need to be um and and it's a two-way street right it it's yeah. you've helped her she's helped you and both of you together help your children and and that's what we do as as parents we we raise our kids in the most um, appropriate way that we feel is the is the right thing for them, um, and and I agree with you. I think the it it's hard to nail down like the secret of what it is to raise a a, a good kid because where I'm going with this, Preston, is like throughout the generations that's mean that or that has meant something different for each generation yeah. i think and i think for you ours know, i think to i think to be able to answer this question i i kind of just realized maybe we should be thinking of um where we want them to end up being instead of how we are 
um, doing it in the now? Like what steps should we take to be able to get them to where we want to see them? Like, not that I want her to be as like my, like Flora to be a certain way. I just, yeah. I want her to be able, you know, I, I want I, her to, to be independent. I want her to be able to do like what she wants to do. And no matter what that is, I just want her to be successful in what she does and be a, you know, like, I wanted to be independent and just be, you know, have a good head on your shoulders. You and know? I totally agree with you. I, I think a lot of that perspective has changed over the years because I feel the same way. And, and I would even say that my perspective has changed on this over time, even even as my kids have grown. I feel my perspective has changed even in their lifetime of really allowing them the flexibility and freedom because I felt like I, not from, not from a, uh, being raised by, by parents perspective so much. Um, but just the atmosphere and, and some of the connections I had been around really kind of gave me a polarized view of the world and i Mm -hmm. i think allowing myself to have a little bit of freedom uh to think for myself um i feel the same way i think the six a successful um or secret whatever we want to call it to raising good kids is allowing them that flexibility to be their own individual and have the own thoughts, ideas, uh, thinking that they, Mm. they can as a, as a human being and supporting them in those decisions and, uh, beliefs so long as they're not harming others along the way. You know what I mean? I I think Mm -hmm. allowing that flexibility and freedom is, is a key, uh, piece to raising, good kids that are going to think beyond themselves and think about others that are around them. Here, here's where I'm going with this, Preston. I see a lot of kids, especially in our areas, maybe even more so in my area. You live in an area mm-hmm. and we live close by, but we yeah, have... we have, very different. <laughs> yeah, very different, very different. Um, atmosphere and where my kids are being raised versus maybe where your or Flora will be raised in in the near future Um, a a more diverse experience Flora will get than necessarily what my kids are getting and um, one that I'm I'm kind of concerned with but challenged with as well um, with the area that that we're in and I could go into some like very specific stories of even even with um, some of the like like Super Bowl and halftime and and some of the things where it's like people read into things very strangely and and their kids (laughs) grow up in in this and. It's it's not surprising that some of the kids that are listening and watching their their parents 
have such polarized beliefs that it is it is very challenging for me um kind of kind of thinking out into the future of how uh, society will be built around the beliefs that are kind of ingrained into the children of some of these adults in in the areas that, yeah. that I live in. And I, I'm kind of concerned by that because there's not a freedom of thinking or uh, diversity and inclusion. It, it's really polarized into how uh, some young people uh, think, believe, and believe, and even how some of them communicate and talk. I know, uh, yeah. get kind of a unique perspective with uh, my wife in in the school system, and yeah, the, she even hears a lot. <laughs> yeah, even with like what we've talked about in the past, kind of offline, not not this podcast per se, uh, but even with politics, it. You hear kids talk politics now at such a young age and such division, and it's a direct reflect of what they're being yeah. taught at home and, and what's being communicated to them, and they pick it up. Not only do they they hear it, but they see it, and, I mean, you see these kids live in it, too, and it it it's kind of concerning. Um, this isn't all areas, but definitely in—, in my area where I get to see this, it, it definitely makes you wonder, oh, yeah. do I these think, kids uh, have a, have a diverse perspective? The, yeah. I think here it, like, it just swings in the opposite direction a lot. And like, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't see the point of bringing your kids into like politics and stuff at such a young age. Like, I don't even, I don't know. I, I probably I don't see myself talking politics or anything with Flora or around her to like, uh, to, you know, like try to sway her an opinion at such a young age. Like, I just want her to focus on being a kid yeah, and, <laughs> and I learning mean, other things than like spewing stuff that I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think our, as a, as a dad, I think we live out, morals principles what have you and allow our kids to 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 grow and and experience and flourish as an individual even if they have differing opinions or thoughts of of what we have as a parent so long as they (laughs) they don't disrespect you and and tell you to you know what i mean i i think having having encouragement i mean i think that's like i think that's just like uh what should happen like i mean like kids are always gonna challenge what their parents think like it's a tales all this time you know (laughs) yeah and i think sometimes we have to have an open mind to listen and i think a lot of times it's it's meet them in the middle challenging yeah try not to indoctrinate your kids (laughs) yeah i think sometimes it's challenging as parents because you got to know it all and i be honest with you, I think my mind's opened up sometimes when I've been open to 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 hear about what my kids' experience is. I mean, I think that is what helps us to learn what their uh, thoughts, ideas, passions are, but also uh, be engaged with with what yeah what they're going through as as their life experience and be able to step in. Hopefully, when when the need is there for us to to step in, 
Um, yeah. Let me ask I you. I think. Uh, well, go ahead. I'm going to ask you another question after you share your thought. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, like, you know, um, I just, my biggest fear in the future is just I never want there to be a wall between me and my children or like a, like this invisible, like distance to where like, it feels like you're got, like, you're not even a part of your, each other's lives. Like you just kind of like go through the motions of being like, like a, like a parent and a, and a kid, you know, I just always want to be involved. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a friend, but an engaged, yeah. um, cons- engaged in what they're, what yeah. they're up to and, and concerned with their livelihood in a manner that, uh, brings interest to you and, and knowing what they're going through. Yeah, I would agree. What do you enjoy least about being a dad? Hmm. That's a tough question. Um, do you have any, uh, what? All right. So let's flip the question. Let's ask you and let me think about it for a second. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to be like, well, the, the diaper changing and no, that, that doesn't stuff. bother me. Okay. okay. Nothing really, uh, to be honest, nothing really bothers me about being a father right now. The only thing that it's just the worst thing about being a dad is that like I I think a lot of people can relate to this is just what would you ever do without them? You know, like my biggest fear is ever potentially losing her and you just I don't know, I don't know why or if this is even like a normal thought but just like I don't know, I'm always scared. Like I've always I always just want to know that she's okay. Or like, yeah. like if I go to work, like start like if like, you know, when she likes we let her like start going to a daycare or something, just to like let her have some socialization. It's just like I'm always scared scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are common, Preston. Though I mean, you wanna make sure that that your kids socializing and and connecting and I, I wouldn't think I I wouldn't say the the it's the the least enjoyable thing but it is the most um, concerning thing I guess that runs through your mind is making sure that uh, that you're doing everything that you can to provide those opportunities for connection and socializing and. Uh, making sure that that you're you're providing that support that they need as an individual, and I think sometimes the the hardest thing, and you haven't experienced this yet, but you will. Um, I think every dad does. Um, I say you will. But it may be a little different for you. I I don't know, but. Probably not. I mean, most kids are really close to their mother. Um, And a lot of times what I've experienced as the kids have gotten older is they're more apt to go to their mom to talk about different things or um, uh, challenges, uh, concerns, things that's bothering them than they are to go to me. And, And I think that's the hardest part about 
um, being a dad sometimes is is the mom has been uh, the go-to as the the person, yeah. and sometimes they're not as willing to open up so much. Um, and it, and that's just different. I probably for each um, each each parent, it just depends on the I guess the circumstance, the yeah. situation. And kind of what they're going through, but but that's probably been yeah. I think knowing, that's probably like a knowing that there's something just... wrong at times, but yet not as open or willing to share with you. That's that's probably the thing that's the most challenging to me as a dad. Yeah, and yeah, I can see that. It's probably more like a you know, like just like a biological thing. You know, yeah. Mothers are always like you know, mothers are the just the foundation of life and you know your kids feel secure with that because that's what they've known ever since they were babies yeah absolutely so uh one thing that i've noticed and and maybe you've noticed so far um but i'm sure if you haven't you will um so like with caden and with isabel um i've noticed a lot with caden is like his artistic skills and as everyone knows with you you are a graphic designer and artistic skills kind of run in the family and mm-hmm. um i've noticed and in our side of the family and i've noticed like with caden from an early age um even like now it's it, he's always wanting to doodle or draw or or pick up Mm-hmm. Uh, a sketch pad or notebook and and draw pictures and uh some of them are hanging on his wall with with stuff that he's drawn and very impressive at an early age and i i was wondering have you noticed anything with flora that reminds you of yourself maybe not just oh artistic abilities but just anything i mean uh she's very she's very expressive is what i've very much noticed she is she is so funny like she uh i i mean i I don't know like i've I've had very limited experiences with uh with children so maybe a lot of children are like this but she is just so expressive all day <laughs> if they like she sees something that had a um has she like wants or like sees something that she's like oh that's cool she goes oh <laughs> And like does a really like really exaggerated face to show me. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I think a lot of the thing like something that I really noticed is that you know, she's not really inclined to play with toys. She she loves opening like bottles. She likes figuring out how to unscrew things or like figuring out she'd rather be with me and see what I'm doing. And like one thing that she's picked up over the past couple weeks is she's already taking a crown and uh, sketching. I got about her own little sketchbook, and whenever I'm sitting down and doing something, I'll let her sit down, and uh, she'll sit on the tablet or sit on the next to it and just start scribbling on it. So she's already so, picking up the artistic abilities. It sounds like. Yep, and she loves singing. <laughs> really. Yeah, anytime that we put on like a song that she likes, she'll start dancing to it and then go, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you, what are some things uh that stand out that maybe are like what 
comes from Cheyenne that you notice in Florida. Hmm. She, she, you know, she's very, she loves to read is one thing that stands out to me. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So, so you read to her daily, right? Yeah. She, she's always been inclined to the books. That's like one thing like Cheyenne started out with is instead of like buying us cards, just Mm -hmm. get her a, a book and write a note in there for her, which is an awesome idea. But you know, she, Flora has always gravitated towards books the entire time that we've had her. Even if she, when she didn't know what a book was, she'd always go to that over the, like the lighting, like uh, toys and the toys. I would talk to her. She would just go to the book and like point at pictures or like laugh at something, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, you never know. You might. She's have... also very. Uh, <laughs> she. She's very expressive. Like I would. Like, I think she gets that kind of both from a, like a like from both of us. She's. she's like whenever she's unhappy or like she'll try to do stuff to make a slap. Like it seems like she's going like faster in development than a, like a lot of kids. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but a lot of the kids that I've seen that around her age don't really um, have this such a wide range of things that she finds like funny. Like she'll, she'll uh, like ever since she was like sitting up on the counter, she'll go (coughs) just to like get you to turn around and then she'll laugh as soon as you turn around. (laughs) So it sounds like she's going to be pretty independent and uh, leader of the pack. And any. Yeah. <laughs> she always is telling the dogs what to do. She'll smack them around. She'll pet them. <laughs> when she's not riding, trying to ride them. Yeah. And by the way, these are um, Boston Terriers, too. So these aren't large dogs. I think she's what? No. <laughs> is she uh, bigger than the dogs now, but yet still trying to ride them? Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely outweighed, but she's <laughs> taller. <laughs> That's funny. Luna doesn't really take her stuff, and then Finn will will never tell her no. <laughs> she could be grabbing his skin and pulling it and smacking him, and he won't do anything. He'll just stare at me, waiting for me to get her to stop. <laughs> and then if uh, she's doing it to Luna, Luna won't take it. She'll she'll headbutt. <laughs> Luna will headbutt her and uh, like uh, start snarling at her. <laughs> she'll like stop. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how it goes. All right. So is. Is there kind of shifting gears? Is there anything that you regret not having asked your parents now that you're a parent? Hmm. Man. <sighs> I, I can't really think of anything right now, but hmm. You know, I uh, I think this is a good uh, point for us to uh, hold off on this question. Okay. I think we should. Uh, I think we should. I want to think about this one some more because I think the way I'm thinking about it right now is going to go into a lot deeper conversation. Okay. Before <laughs> we jump, though, so we're yeah we're Ask about to our, a, we're about yeah. to our time, right? I want to thank yeah. you. I, I want to want you to think about this one too, and this will be the cliffhanger. 
um, hang on to that other one, but but use this as a cliffhanger too. Do you think today's dads have it harder, easier, or just different than dads of the past? And don't answer that. Let's let's hang oh, that yeah. on for the cliffhanger. <laughs> That's a good one. Along really good one. along with what what would you have asked your parents, knowing that you're now a parent, if you knew that you'd be a parent back then? So a couple good things yeah. there. Um, we'll end on those notes. And, and Preston, I'll be honest with you, I only made it through not even half of what I had here. So we definitely have more for at least another podcast or two. So we're going to end oh, yeah, it here tonight. Need to... Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we should uh, call it quits here. We're about uh, almost an hour in. so I think. Oh, my gosh. Starting. We're already an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is a, this is a really good uh really good uh, suggestion from chris for this episode and definitely need to uh, do more um i really think uh we should consider doing our own spinoff podcast for whatever doing like dad talks or whatever because you know we're always going to be dads and you're at different point with your kids and i mean it's not too far away no and then i have floor right now and i think it's a i think it's a good dynamic does and, uh, let me ask you this does flora have an iphone yet or an ipad <laughs> oh yeah she's uh she's calling all of her baby friends uh, <laughs> but in reality you're not to that point yet so i can no. i can i can give you a little sneak peek on the old fatherhood and dad talks as as we go along oh my I th- gosh i think this I, is a good spin i want to sure yeah oh yeah I, I i have a few questions i want to ask you now at this point but um i'll definitely uh have some questions ready for you at the next podcast well we'll probably go through yours like finish your questions okay. in a part two and then have it up on the whatever podcast and then i think we should definitely consider doing a spinoff and then we can do back and forth questions and then do updates in life and i have a lot now that we've uh did this i have a lot of uh a lot of ideas i think we can come like see come to flourishing yeah i think it's never ending Preston. i agree i i think oh, yeah. um just just going through the few that i went through and and the list that i have definitely have a lot more probably a little more on the whatever podcast but i definitely think uh, you'll be seeing us kind of spin off from here to have some dad talks one-on-one here with preston and i as always it's been great uh, I appreciate it, Preston, for yeah. letting me hop on and and hang out for a little uh, bit. I mean, you're basically questions. you're basically uh, the third host at this point. Yeah, okay, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate. <laughs> no it. more guests. <laughs> nice. It's just we have Chris on this episode. All right, one more wrap us up here. Um, Go ahead. Until until the next time, I know there's a lot of other things happening on the Whatever Podcast. We'll be back. Um, give us a little bit of time. These are, are rolling out at, at different times. So we're keeping you on your toes. We don't want it too regular uh, because we want you checking back in <laughs> from time to time to see what's new. We want it to be happening. a mystery. <laughs> That's right. So there's there's definitely um, there's definitely a hidden agenda here to keep you coming back but definitely hit the subscribe um give a a like and a rating it would definitely help us out tremendously as we keep these moving forward and until next time enjoy the tunes